Animal Crackers have redesigned the box so animals are no longer in cages. They're already working on next year's box, which will feature animals receiving small business loans. (laughs) (laughs) The California Tourism Board is concerned that the recent wildfires are deterring people from visiting. So they've launched a brand new tourism slogan, California, even on fire, we're still better than Delaware. (laughs) Burn. (laughs) Scientists have found what they say is definitive evidence of water ice on the moon's surface. They're now just trying to figure out a way to bottle it with cucumber slices to sell at Whole Foods. And finally, as flags around Washington remained at half-staff to honor John McCain, the White House flag returned to its regular position because Trump feels that even the flag should stand to salute the flag. The Trump Report starts now. (laughs) You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. That's right. It is indeed the final countdown. This song selected for someone very specific on the the panel, and not because they're leaving. Uh, Welcome to the Trump Report. That's right, except no imitators, the other Trump Reports. This is the Trump Report. I'm Christian Blatt, joined as often by Chelsea Galicia. Hello. And Tamara Brown. Hey there. And return from, I don't know, a walkabout, really. On, on assignment. On, yeah, well, on assignment, assignments. Uh, including Alaska. <laughs> and yes. Aruba. Yes. And Ooh. I'm just, and other places. Only yes. places starting with A. <laughs> Said it. Uh, Australia? Yeah, yeah, all of them. All the above. Arkansas. Anyway, lots, Scott Moore. Lots of, lots Welcome of back. So you went Thank to Alaska. You. Uh, how was dinner with Sarah and Todd Palin? I'm sure it was amazing. I, I just, I, I, I didn't see the pictures on your Instagram, but I'm sure you're just waiting to post them. I, I am waiting, you know, but it was great. You know, she's, she's, she's a heck of a girl. That, that Sarah Palin. That, that's right. Oh. I thought you were talking about Bristol. Bristol, yeah. yeah but it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's all Everybody. across the board. Uh, anyway, uh, there's been a few things that have been going mm-hmm. on. One, since you've been gone, but two, mm-hmm. uh, just since our last show. And, um, there's so many things to talk about, like always, but, uh, guess... Let's start with uh, Paul Manafort guilty on eight counts of tax evasion, and then a I, I believe it's a it's a is it a hung jury on the other ones or a mistrial on the other one? That's what they call the mistrial, right? A hung jury hung jury's caused the mistrial. mistrial. Okay, so well, I'm right. It's a- not exactly a mistrial because a mistrial means that something went wrong in the mm-hmm. trial. Right. And I heard it both went terms to used though. It is a hung but it's really jury. hung jury. Yes. So uh, first, uh, before we get thoughts on that, uh, as our well, you're not even a, a recovering lawyer anymore. You're just you're just relapsed. a lawyer now. Yeah, you definitely no, relapsed. no. But it's only like twice a week. That's you know what? That's like it's yeah. Like, I, I, only drink, I only drink at parties. Part time yeah. lawyer. She's yeah. a part time <laughs> lawyer. Full time panelist. I, I only <laughs> smoke when I drink, and I only drink when I smoke. Uh, Chelsea. So the the mistrial. Can you? Do a retrial on those things? Yes. Or? Now, why does double jeopardy not apply in that situation? Because it wasn't that he was found uh, not guilty. If he right. was found not guilty on those charges, then he couldn't be tried again. That would be double jeopardy. But here, it was because the jury couldn't reach a unanimous decision. They almost did. A juror, Paula Duncan, said it was 11 people voted to convict on everything and just one, one. lone woman mm-hmm. Um, just kept saying reasonable doubt, reasonable mm-hmm. doubt, even as they tried to explain and, and, to her yeah. the immense paper trail that she couldn't ignore. She just chose to say reasonable I doubt. I think I've talked about this on the show before, mm-hmm. but I was a jury foreman once, and it was a drunk driving uh, case, and there was this one person that they were doing that. They're just like, no, I'm not. They had like kind of a, like a thing that they didn't like police, and they're just like, no, I don't buy it. And then uh, we were just all sort of like, really? 
So you you want to stay again? And, and I, I knew that this uh, person had a, a trip that they wanted to take the oh. next week. And I was like, okay, so you know we're going to come back on Monday, right? And so then he's like, hmm, all right, well, let's <laughs> let's vote again, I guess. And so mysteriously, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, look, the uh, the judicial system, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It can be easy, easily manipulated yes. by people who are trying to easily manipulate it. Uh, so uh, what exactly do, do the eight guilty charges mean? What's the difference between getting that and if, you know, it had been like a clean sweep, if uh, if if he had just basically swept all the awards and been guilty, <laughs> guilty, guilty, guilty. It's just like, uh, you know, winning the, the most awards. I mean, really, at this point, he's probably going to go away for a very long time. So those would have just added more years. It would have added strength to the case that this is a very corrupt individual and therefore, you know, maybe lent some more credence to this corruption spilled over into his dealings with uh, Trump and the Trump campaign. But this trial by itself had nothing to do with Trump. It was his taxes and foreign businesses. But the fun one starts next month when he goes on trial for things related to uh, the campaign. Paul Manafort will be on trial for other things. And and that was not a part of this trial at all. That's not right. the mm-hmm. the hung jury stuff. This right. is just completely different. Yeah. So is there another trial after that? I'm just wanting I just want to temper my as expectations. As far as I know, there's only two. And this is unusual and I haven't even really figured out why it was this way. This is not something that they taught us in law school because I had friends that go, I thought, you know, federal law is federal law and it could all be tried in one mm-hmm. court. This one was in Virginia. The next one will be in D.C. Why is it two different trials? I thought one of the reasons was because he was supposed to have a co-defendant in a, a Ukrainian uh, man. But that co-defendant has fled and is whereabouts unknown. So, um, th- I mean... Putin's house. I mean, I know that's Ukraine and that's not Russia, but just somewhere to start. You right. Know, so uh, so I thought, well, OK, maybe it's supposed to be two trials because one was just him and the other one is a trial against Manafort and this other individual. Um, but I'm actually not entirely sure. Uh, Tamara, is this what President Trump meant when he said that he would only hire the best people? Is Paul Manafort probably on the list of the best people? And if so, (laughs) who do you think some of the worst people would have been? I think he still is. He's still saying because Manafort has still never said – Anything again? The the way Cohen, uh, you know, pulled oh, back and, his and, support. And we'll get to him. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but Manafort ha, has still not said a negative thing against Trump. So he's still a good person. Oh, he's a good yeah. person. He he's a good guy. That, he's holding out for that pardon. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I have a little bit of insider Manafort gossip. I guess Ooh. I don't know if it's exactly gossip because no. I have I have an acquaintance <laughs> who is an acquaintance of Manafort. Okay. Not friends, they're acquaintances. And apparently right before the trial, Manafort called him and asked him for money. Wow. How much money Wait, are we talking who? about? Wait, who? Asked who for so money? So her friend's friend's friend. Acquaintance. By the way, is your, is your acquaintance acquaintance related to the girlfriend I had in Canada when I was in middle school? It just sounds like there might be some kind of <laughs> I'm just not going to use family name, treatment. you know. But, you, but it's like you, you feel like this isn't, you know, you feel like this is somewhat reliable information. Yes. Let's just say that. And I thought it was very interesting because it's not like these people are close, but yeah. he's still he's making around for some dough. Yep. Yeah. Apparently. Well, should, should we start a Kickstarter for Manafort? Get him some money? I mean... Cohen did it. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, Cohen did Why it. Why not? not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Move so- over, 10-year-olds with leukemia. <laughs> yeah. 
I These know where people I want. need real money. I know where I'm making my That's donation. Right. Make me feel good. Uh, so, uh, Scott, were you were you still? Well, you were you were not overseas when this news broke, so you were probably able to at yes, least enjoy it. Yes, I was it. able to uh, have it, my cake and have the crumbs go everywhere in the hotel bed while I'm watching CNN. <laughs> so it was perfect. <laughs> were you wearing the hotel robe and slippers? Yes, of I just course. want to paint a picture for the yes, audience. Yes, of course. Yeah, exactly. And the crumbs were going everywhere, and it was like I just couldn't stop eating the cake because it was so delicious <laughs> while watching all this del- deliciousness unfold on CNN. Our, you know, I mean, this Beautiful. is sort of like if mm-hmm. we're going to keep the food metaphor, this is the. Um, I mean, I don't know. This is this is just like a really good salad before you sit down yes. and have the yes, meal. Yes, before the Would full entree. Would you say that like here. Cohen is probably that? That's more the meal that you wanted to have. That that I feel like must be a bigger indication yeah. of some of the stuff that uh, you've been excited for, and the reason why I played the final <laughs> countdown for you because I want to start before we get your reaction on all of this, Scott. Where is the impeachment clock right now? How it's, close it's, is it? It's moved back up again from okay. 11.58 back to 11.59. Okay, so but it's still 11.59. Right. No, 11.59, like 58 seconds or more like 11.59 no, no. and like three seconds. Yeah, yeah more okay. like that. All right, it's still, we, we still got a little still really close. It is close. Uh, all right, so your take on, on what all of this means, and then we'll, uh, of course, uh, let the, uh, uh, we'll allow the ladies to talk yeah. in a minute. No, because we'll, we'll, that's what almost came out of my mouth. So I figured, like, let me at least turn it into a joke. We'll let, we'll let the girls talk in a minute, yeah. but what do you think, Scott? Let's get the real opinion first, and then we'll Okay, I didn't say that. Backwards. Now you went too far. <laughs> They're still laughing. But uh, anyway, what do you okay. think? Um, <clears throat> I do think that... Which I've said all along, as soon as uh, if Democrats win in in the fall, if people actually go out and vote um, and they take over the House and the Senate's going to be very close, uh, that they will be able to have subpoena powers and uh, life for Trump is going to be hell. And and as I've said from the beginning, impeachment is a lot further away because you've got to get a lot of Republicans in the Senate to actually remove him from office. But the possibility of him resigning before the end of his term is still a very big possibility. So I should say Ooh. impeachment slash resigning. Oh, God, but those are so different. But they uh, are so different. Impeachment, but, impeachment, just for but, the sake of everybody's understanding, impeachment is not removal from office because Bill Clinton was impeached. Well, yeah, yes, but to, to be removed from office, you have to be impeached in the Senate, which takes 67 votes. Yes. So that's always a high number to get to to begin with. Uh, you'd really have to have something very serious that comes out that Republicans can no longer overlook to where enough maybe moderate Republicans or ones that were always kind of on the fence with Trump or in purple battleground states, uh, senators are going to come around and say, we, we can't deal with this anymore because it's going to bring down the whole party. In that case, and I think there would be enough Republicans to come around to potentially, you'd need like 14 to have him removed from office. But I also think it's still likely that if enough stuff comes out and he's his administration is basically ground to a halt because now there's subpoenas every day, there's there's uh, hearings going on in the, in the House that's taking people away, that at some point, you know, he could... He could theoretically resign as well. So that's always a possibility. I've added a new caveat for my impeachment hopes because if he is impeached on anything but things like treason Mm -hmm. or something of that nature, then we are stuck with Pence. But if it's for uh, treason or something of that nature, then the whole administration goes. No, not necessarily. No, I no. don't. I don't think Mother would let Pence no, do not anything necessarily. treasonous. No, it doesn't I'm change. I'm fairly the, sure the that he's I, unless he's Pence pretty... is is indicted and or, or or there's a reason that he was involved and complicit, and then he would be up there and potentially have to go too. My understanding but. of Article Two was that there are some cases under which the whole administration would go because 
if there was really, I, we're I not feel, that lucky. I, don't I feel think like we're right now. Yeah. I feel like right now you, you're writing fan fiction. I feel like <laughs> what you just would really I feel like. like to that's happen. one of those. I, that's one of those no, things where like happen, no, technically saying, it's look, true, but, but it's it like it's like right after the point. election when people were like, oh, well, oh, the there's a possibility yeah, so that electoral the electoral college, college could, allow. yeah, you could, they might not. Hey, remember that? Remember people were really hanging their hat on that? Yeah, this is fun to think back on stuff, isn't it? So. So, I mean, I guess at, at issue with Michael Cohen is, uh, yeah, he, he paid off women and Trump knew about it. But this doesn't seem like a, uh, not, well, not treasonous, but, it, you know, an impeachable defense, o- offense either, because it's not like, I, I don't know. I like to think that people aren't so stupid as they're like, oh, OK, well, write this check. Go ahead and use it from the uh, from the campaign fund, and just go ahead and write a check to Stormy Daniels, etc., and all the other people. So, as a private citizen, paying off women to not tell a story, or having the National Enquirer buy stories to kill them, I don't think. And tell me if I'm wrong, Tamara. But uh, these don't seem like things. These are things that are super like sleazy and all that. But the sort of thing that, unfortunately, men, especially men with a lot of money, do all the time. Oh, that's for sure true. I mean, that's why he thinks that he didn't do anything wrong. Right. I 100% believe that Trump believes he did nothing wrong and hasn't done anything wrong because this is just par for the course in the world that he lives in. You know, you you um, grease the palms that you need to grease, and and that's and that's just how the world works. I don't think he understands that people don't do that, right? You know, so like. Um, what was the question? <laughs> well, no, the question being just like you know, it's as as like yeah, as icky as it is. There's not really there's not really an actual crime. Just like you know, Cohen's the one who like lied about it, but Trump's Somebody like, said, oh yeah, he actually knew about well, it. Trump but, lied about it too because he purposely told people, oh no, I yeah, don't know anything but, about it. I mean, there's lying, and then but, there's you know I being think, on the stand and saying it depends on what your definition. Well, the, the, the difference is Giuliani made a, a in one of his inter- recent interviews. Giuliani Giuliani said that campaign this this isn't a. Um, he said you, you norm this sort of thing. You normally get a fine for for campaign. Um, Mis- misuse of campaign funds. You normally get a fine. It's not a. It's it's not a felony, and he was incorrect in that because if you unknowingly, accidentally you misuse campaign funds, then you get a fine. But this is a case of knowingly, you know, misusing. So, right, but so, it, it, the I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm missing a part of the story. My understanding is that this money doesn't come from actual, you know, campaign fundraising matter. money. Doesn't matter. Wait, yeah. Why does matter. it not matter? Because that sounds like something that's against the law. Just writing out, or is it because he he funded part of his his own campaign himself, or because a contribution to the campaign for any reason, but which is intended to impact the campaign is a contribution and there are limits to how much you can contribute. And that is considered a contribution to the campaign to yeah. buy Yeah, it's influencing to, the yes. the election and, the and campaign the by cov- trying to keep them yeah. quiet. The cover up was was specifically for it's been it's been stated now that the cover up of Stormy Daniels and um McDougal, Karen McDougal was specifically so that it didn't come out during his campaign. So it's falls under the umbrella I, I i i understand but i've also heard that they could he could use the defense that he was too stupid to know that it was against 
campaign law so he can pl- plead. Yeah, but like, when the rest of us tell the cops, I don't I know, know. Exactly. They're like, that was ignorance the of the law right. is no excuse. Yeah, but that's what they'll, they'll probably try to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think is next for Cohen? Uh, specifically, uh, I want to start with you, Chelsea. So uh, we're, we're at this point now. What's what's next on, on the shopping list for uh, for Michael Cohen? Prison bed sheets? I don't know. Um, I but that's not like cut and dried at this point. It's like there's no guarantee that he's going to do time, especially if I don't know. Maybe he knows something really interesting. I, I I can't imagine that he would get no jail time because um, if he, I, I, I guess the reason why I say that is because if he had to plead. Guilty. That would probably be to reduce jail time. That if he had been offered a deal for like immunity, and then he that would be for no jail time. But he didn't get a no immunity mm-hmm. deal. He got some kind of deal for pleading guilty. So that's what makes me believe that um, there was something too big to give him outright immunity mm-hmm. that he needed to do some time for. So I do believe he will probably be going away for something. Uh, I mean, there was eight charges that he, um, you know, pled guilty to. So, um, and something I heard said he's got a maximum of five years. I don't know if that's that was one of the. Well, and un- unlike Manafort, he doesn't really have the, uh, you know, the the pardon, the little monopoly card, the get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that, right? Because he, he has a New York case, right? right. But uh, he's also kind of sold out Trump. You know, whereas Manafort's like, I don't know anything about anything. You can put me in jail. It's all right. Like that's 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 what a good soldier does. You know, you just like, yeah, I don't know anything about anything. I guess I'm going to jail. And uh, uh, Cohen's like, oh, I, I know all kinds of stuff. And it turns out it's not actually that interesting, or at least as of yet. I think what will be really oh, interesting. I don't know about that. I know that it just sounds like, oh, they gave the uh, National Enquirer guy David Pecker this immunity. What you know? What could he really have? I think he could have. A lot more. Yeah. Um, plus, they gave immunity to the CFO of the Trump mm-hmm. organization. That's a really fascinating mm-hmm. one. So, um, yeah, it's just the tip of the iceberg, in my opinion. Is like we're just, ahead. yeah, we're just getting into it. And like I've said for all this time, we have no idea what Mueller's doing. We have no idea what other things Michael Cohen has said or may know or have. And people are speculating, and that's why it's the witch hunt and the hoax, because nobody really knows what's happening. Twitterverse is uh, – I came across something that said insider knowledge is that Don Jr. is about to be indicted. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I heard about that. and, and uh, I mean – That's what I'm saying. It's just the tip of the iceberg. and That one I might actually do a happy dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not Eric, because I think Eric's too pretty. Poor for jail. Eric. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think Eric would do well. I, I think Don Jr. would be fine, you know. But uh, uh, just yeah. beginning, and that's what that's mm-hmm. what it always comes down to. That that's why the clock is only eleven fifty now, Scott. Yes. So it's uh, just just starting now. Yeah. So we so we have we have all this you know excitement, you know, for, in the negative sense. But this seems to be the time for President Trump to say, well. Now is clearly the time, Jeff Sessions, that you should start <laughs> investigating the other side. Um, Tamara, this sounds like the the perfect way to try and deflect some of the attention. When the heat's on, why don't you go ahead and put the heat on somebody else, right? Uh, hey, basically what he's saying is, okay, yeah, so, you know, some of my uh, my friends are guilty, but uh, Hillary's emails. Oh, Start and- with that, <laughs> you know? Sure. I mean, that's what he's saying. I'm not saying that's what, that's what I need you to talk mm-hmm. about is the Hillary's email. I, I mean, I'm sure Jeff Sessions is happy to do it. I'm amazed that now that 
Trump has turned against uh, Sessions, but and and now he's basically just in defense of his job right now and 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 what he has done for the Justice Department and things like that. Uh, I'm sure Jeff Sessions would be equally as happy as Trump to turn sort of uh, attention onto Hillary's the Clinton Foundation and emails and you know I'm reminded of of something that was said often on this show when it was still called uh, Trump versus Hillary Uh, Clinton cash that is something that probably (laughs) ought to be investigated it's mostly for them that I said that but it's a movie that people know about Mm -hmm. it's that's the sort of thing that he's trying to get investigated the Clinton Foundation Clinton cash and look I'm not saying that I don't know that there there isn't some stuff worth looking into over there because I I mean it's still the the I believe that the Clinton Foundation is still being under there's still an ongoing investigation, right? I mean, is it is it officially like closed? No. I think because it's been con- continued different aspects have been reopened. You hear about it my, once in a while, but yeah, uh, I feel like I don't it know, pops I, up every so often that that some some division of the FBI <laughs> has started a new look at this aspect this I don't know, this thing that thing. Nothing has ever how about to make things fair? Everybody's foundation is under investigation. Yeah. That, that's right. That, and that's, is that a middle ground? All I've learned is I should not have a foundation after all this. So, so wait, what Why happened? What, what happened to the ten thousand dollars I gave to the Scott Moore Foundation? Where is that money? I, oh, I haven't seen when it. I was on assignment. Oh, his, oh, all right. He just came back month. from Aruba, yes. and you're wondering where that, your ten thousand dollars. That was his. Yes. That was his I was on assignment. Oh my gosh! Yes. How about Duncan Hunter, who threw his wife under oh, the no. bus? Oh. Yeah, please. You brought it up. It's definitely worth talking about. Congressman who was just indicted for misusing campaign funds says his wife was in charge of it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? He didn't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) He had no idea. It was like she spent a hundred thousand dollars at an hour. I'm too dumb to know about any of that stuff. That's the like in in the 1950s. It was the little woman bought all the hats, and now it's she handles the campaign donations. Why would I know about something like that? And when you see the itemized charges, it's like how did you spend that much at In-N-Out Burger? I I think it was two hundred thousand dollars. And Costco. Okay, look, See, okay, now what ha- are you doing Costco, with the campaign donations? Costco, I totally get. I could easily spend two hundred grand at Costco. I can't go there. <laughs> it, it's just on toilet paper, really. It's just yeah. like, oh, it's such a good value. Let me stock yeah, up. Me, buy uh, everything. But my favorite thing about Duncan Hunter, of course, is his contention that it was politically motivated. That people oh, yes. went after him. It's like, witch hunt okay, too. so maybe I, if they went after you for political reasons. But you're still guilty of all exactly. of it. Who cares why they went after right. you? You still did it. You still you know? did it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now it's like the Democratic Department of Justice. Yeah. Well, actually, how many people in there are Democrats, have been right. Democrats? The, the That's a great question. It, the people running it for a long time have, have all, all been, been Republicans. Republicans. Yeah, that's why it's so funny when it's uh, turned around. And then the, the other – the thing about this that's going to be interesting is to see because it's a very Republican district – and one of the side, I'd say, side effects, you know, when we changed the jungle primary in California, is that you cannot put in a write-in candidate for the general election. Mm-hmm. So that means you can't write in somebody. So are enough Republicans not going to vote for him? Does a Democrat have a chance now, or are Republicans going to be like with Donald Trump and just keep looking the other way because he's a Republican and vote for him, even though he's, you know, been indicted on all these charges and he's still going to. And so he's he's definitely still on the ballot. He's still on the ballot because it's past the deadline, right. and because well, of the primary rules, you cannot you can do it in the primary, 
but, but you cannot actual... put a write-in candidate in the general. So that means it's yeah, him I mean, and the Democrats. I mean, we have instances where, for the same reason, like people who've passed away, right, and that's on yeah, the ballot, so. right. But it's the same thing. But are people going to actually still in this very heavily Republican district look the other way and just vote for him again? Or is it going to be some really just weird, you know, just snafu where if you vote for Duncan Hunter, you're actually voting for Roy Moore? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I don't understand like, how any of that's going to work. Like a, yeah, is it going to yeah. be like Alabama and somehow know. the Democrats going to squeak by? But they ended up getting a more liberal Democrat in District 50. And I think it was more under the idea of like, OK, well. You know, he's probably not going to win because it's a safe Republican district, whereas, you know, where Dana Rohrbacher's district, District 49, just up the road, has a very moderate Democrat there. So there's actually a good chance that Rohrbacher is going to lose. But it'll be interesting to see now what happens with Duncan Hunter because that's another potential one that could now flip to the Democrats. I mean, let me just ask it'll be interesting. as a married man. I don't know if I like where this is going. <laughs> what would it take for you to throw your wife under the bus? I mean... Would you have to be? I mean, extra large a, fries. I mean, you know, <laughs> do I get that, a free upgrade? I know. Or something? Like, I mean, I, I, I know. Is that like an, uh, a psychological? Okay. In all honesty, defect? you you wonder sometimes about you know any kind of like political couple. Mm-hmm. Is there a conversation they have beforehand? And she's like, like, look, throw me under throw the, me bus. the bus so you can stay now, in power. I'm not saying that's what happened, but you make it, the money. It, it definitely. Well, they showed you know. up to court separately. Yeah. Um, yeah, chances are part of the act. Chances yeah. are things weren't things were rocky as as it were, and here was his opportunity to uh, you know do something and, harder than just insulting her mother. And something was crazy that they and their own personal bank accounts had had overdrafts like eleven hundred times over seven years. Eleven hundred times. I've got That's a program a lot for that. People overdraft. Like, well, yeah. let them know how they can find. I mean, financiallyfitfoundation.org, a legit foundation. That's like three years out of seven. Every single day that you were having overdraft. Like, I don't that even know is, how you even do that. Yeah. Like your finances have to be way out of whack. So obviously they were living well above their means. That- and it's kind of insane. So that's why they were having to steal from the campaign because they were just not able to. They were not financially fit. No. They were what I call financially flabby. Well, really? Me... I mean, 1100 I mean, times. I mean, all, all that in and out burger, they were definitely. <laughs> I mean, who, who ate it? I still don't even I know. understand. That's really the only thing that I noticed. I saw all the itemized stuff. There's like really Trip more expensive. To Italy. Yeah, yeah, I saw all that. But it was like, the, I was like, $200,000 for an in out burger. Did they and then they get like one giant one? You know how you can get like a four by four or six by did six or like hundred by hundred. The rest of did it they and... get like a thousand by thousand? What did they do? I don't know. But, That's uh, a lot. Two hundred thousand at In and Out Burger, right? Did and they... I mean, and the fries aren't even that good. So, <gasps> like, what do you? No, they're awful. Uh, I am about to walk. But if you, but if you, if you, if you get them well done, they put them through the fryer twice. They're better because they, they're a little crunchier. All right, so that's a little inside knowledge right there to help everybody up. Mm. Anyway, whew, got really hot. This under has the been inside in and out yes. with yeah. Christian Black. Hey, they have a secret menu for hey, a reason. If they want to sponsor the show, then more to them. And then we will talk about if how great Hunter in wants and to sponsor is, the show. If his campaign call wants me. to, yeah, sponsor just let the me show. know, Michael Cohen. <laughs> just call and we'll see. We'll see what the deal is. Yes. Um, I wanted to backtrack for a second because uh, you mentioned the uh, National Enquirer boss, longtime friend of Donald Trump, David Pecker, uh, gets federal immunity. Um, so does that imply like, OK, he's got something good because there's the reports of you know, he had a safe of all sorts yeah. of information. But 
the contents of the safe are gone now. Wait, how do we do we know that for this is, they I were mean, moved? I know. Reportedly. They were moved yeah. Well, we know because oh, Geraldo were... opened it and tried to show us. It's a really old reference, <laughs> Wait, but I, I thought it were, was funny. They were moved. I had not heard they were destroyed. No, no, no. Never the word destroyed has never been used. Just they're was, not where they were anymore. And the a thinking, location that fewer people yes, know about. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, you can get federal immunity because you give the impression you know something. But do you? What oh, do you as I, I say, say, that's why I'm asking you. You've got they have. You think you he's get, got something good? Yes. And, I mean, it's a very juvenile statement to make, but that's why I'm here to say it. It, it, it wouldn't it make sense if he was brought down by a man named Pecker? Yeah, Pecker, Pecker leaks. Get, you get, I was going to say you get a lot of headlines <laughs> like Pecker leaks. Yeah, and it has to do he with has porn a little stars. Pecker problem. How about yeah. that one? That was pretty good. I Thank like that. Thank you. I don't big, get it. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Problem. That's yeah. all right. No, it's good because you're, you're classier than us. Yes. Uh, you're so, so classy. You're not going to go there. So, um, but this implies that he might have been very well been guilty of something. You don't get federal immunity if you didn't right. do anything wrong, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get immunity unless there's something really good in there. I mean, because, because again, immunity. we can look at Cohen and be mm-hmm. like, he pled guilty and got a deal. So, so not immunity. There must yeah. be something different mm-hmm. about what he's got. That he gets immunity and not a deal for pleading guilty. <sighs> it's I mean, also exhausting. That's what I said. And it's the, C- the very the tip CFO, of the iceberg. Alan, Alan, what's his name? Uh, Dershowitz? Dershowitz? No, 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 that's the other guy. I know. Um, I was just being a smart ass. Something no, Berg, I know, but... W. Weaselberg? Well, we, yes, I think it's Weaselberg. There's no way it's Weaselberg. No, it's like Weaselberg. Weaselberg. I mean, okay, we're going to we, know that Weaselberg, name from Weaselberg here on sounds out. like he's Winnie the Pooh's lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on in, Weaselberg. That's somebody like But it him. is something like that. It is. Weaselberg. That, that will be great because really it's the accountant that will bring you down. Yes. It's always... It's an obvious the, the, example that people use all the time, but what what brought it brought down Al Capone was it being a notorious gangster and all no it was that he didn't taxes. pay his taxes yep. mm-hmm. yeah oh and the fact that he had syphilis so he probably that's why he forgot to pay his taxes but anyway and we've heard Mueller knows a little bit more about Trump's taxes speaking of that with and, his and his, maybe syphilis we don't know we don't know <laughs> uh, wow so, that's a whole new level uh, I mean look you just I'm just implying that maybe you know something about President Trump look there's a lot of things I mean, swirling maybe around it would out make there sense there's because um, Omarosa did say his mental faculties yes. were. Oh, yes, yeah. because if there's someone hey, who I trust uh-oh. to give an, an armchair psychiatrist <laughs> diagnosis, it is definitely Well, she's been around him. She would know, you know, besides the Diet Cokes, maybe it is syphilis, too. That affects your brain. <laughs> and that's I from all the different first From the Scott Moore Foundation. <laughs> they want to uh, That's what I spent the $10,000 on. I was doing a study. Oh, my God. What kind of syphilis would this? do <laughs> what from the porn stars and what it could do to you if it's left untreated? All right. Well, let us know in the chat if you're watching live or watching after. After the fact, we've uh, gone what, off the rails. For it's sure. all right. Well, were we ever really on the rails? I <laughs> That's mean, a good question. it's we're we're so far removed from what this show could have been. Uh, so, uh, the U.S. and Mexico have apparently reached a deal. Trump wants to drop the NAFTA name. I, I mean, Canada's not involved, so to me, that's not NAFTA. You know, it's, right. this is this is a new it's deal. United I mean, United States, it, it, elegant name, right? It was United the United States, States Mexico. Mexican. Trade agreement. agreement. It was so so elegant. He called it. I mean, that does sound really nice. The the United States Mexico Trade Agreement. 
Yeah, no, I can see. I can see how this. It man just was rolls atta- right off the top. I can see how this United man States, was United States Mexico a, trade yeah, agreement. I can see how this man was a, was a television producer, you know, yeah. and and he owned properties that brought in entertainment. Like obviously, this guy knows show business. So the, the United States. It, Mexico. I didn't really understand all that well that they seem to be centered solely around cars, mm-hmm. or was that just Scott? Can you enlighten me? Well, that was the main thing because that is sort of what. NAFTA was all about, too, was with the different car parts, you know, like some that are made in parts in Mexico and has to have a certain number. I don't know. It was like 62.5% had to be U.S.-based. You know, there was a certain percentage that had to be done in the U.S. and certain number of, like, workers that had to work in the U.S. for a certain amount of money, like $16 an hour or whatever as minimum, um, which has always been sort of the NAFTA thing in, in general. And, yes, it's gone back to cars because that seems to be his So is it only about cars? Point. Because NAFTA <clears throat> had a huge uh, no, it has, it's impact a lot more. on, like, agriculture yeah. and stuff like that. So is there specific deals on it? It would that? be uh, It would be more encompassing than that. But I know cars was the really specific part only because we ended up getting a lot of car parts and everything from other places. And they're made, you know, a certain percentage had to be made in the U.S. versus in Mexico. So that's where... That in particular was more of a a, a starting point because of the specificity of cars and how that was going to work was very um, detailed. And it was uh, down to percentages. So I see this really benefiting the environment, huh? Mm-hmm. Because if this is car-centric, it. yeah. it's most likely there's going to be some sort of stipulation in it that they need to be electric and moved more towards green, right? That's, I can see that that's probably a big uh, and, and then part of this. Also, Tamara, mm-hmm. I'm sure that... I, look, I haven't read it that closely and it did just happen this afternoon. I have read about it. But uh, I, I'm sure that part of this is Mexico paying for the wall, right? I mean, that has to well, be in there. There's no reason that this would get done if they weren't paying for the wall, right? It, now it's going to be a, uh, like, one of those, ramp, just a giant ramp kind of wall. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, however it gets paid for, he'll be like, I told you that Mexico was going to mm-hmm. pay I, for it. Was it Colbert that had a great joke? Is like the walls are closing in on Donald Trump. Oh, and yeah. Mexico's like, and Mexico's we'll pay, we'll for, pay those. for those walls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't yep. uh, was, wasn't uh, Colbert and a lot of the shows were like all off last week, right? Where yeah, it was it was a moderately interesting yeah. week for, well, for comedy. You know, August yeah. used so, to be the no, quiet yeah, month. Exactly, everyone's okay. on vacation. The stock market's quiet. You know. So is this? Are we happy with this United States Mexico deal? Is this better than NAFTA? Is this better or worse? Or is it typical Trump where we don't know enough about it? I don't know. I, no I, I mean, you have the the press conference to announce mm-hmm. it, but you don't actually want to give the I information. It, it, no, it doesn't have any take, details. It's going to take a while for economists on like both sides because something that I didn't even really grasp until recently is that there are economists on like both sides of the aisle like even economists are political and so it'll take time for both of them to analyze it and think through what are the consequences that aren't immediately obvious when you just look at the text of the agreement because this is one of those uh, you know Christian you ask all the time like okay if if Donald Trump was able to denuclearize North Korea or sure. like, oh, you say all these things like if he if actually he does this, a good yes. thing, are we going to give him credit for it? And so this is one of those examples of like, OK, I'm sure I would. But what the, you need, you need to like understand any, what it is. Any, anytime there's an opportunity to give him credit for something, there's not enough detail. Nothing comes out about it in order to be able to give him credit for it. So that's why I was asking. But long-term unintended consequences are always a really sticky right. part of these these uh, agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, and dear God, if they negatively impact, you know, Mexico and 
you know, is a drag on their economy. Just like, you know, I think it was like a million farm workers lost their job when NAFTA was originally passed. And so um, those are the kinds of things that make life... American farmers? No, Mexican farmers. Mexican farmers. That make life harder there. Mm -hmm. And then they feel that they have no other option but to come here. So... You know, we won't know the consequences of right. this deal for, you know, years to come. And then by then it'll be perhaps blamed. on. Well, the one else. thing we know is that uh, if the treaty is all signed, uh, it will be set for 16 years and there will be a six year review that could recommend changes. Uh, so uh, because President Trump had asked for something called a sunset clause, which would have ended it after five years. But so this deal is like, no, it's going to be in place for 16 years. And NAFTA was I feel like that was like 94 yeah, it was because yeah. I, I remember yeah. I remember Al Gore and Ross Perot on Larry King's show. A lot of names yeah. and nobody knows what any of those three people are. But that's all right. <laughs> it's fine. It's for us to talk about. Uh, but I, I, I remember yes. specifically because I yeah, I would say it was around that time because I remember doing a Mad Lib as a kid and we used NAFTA in the Mad Lib. Ooh, Ooh, fancy. Was the word next Smart. to it poopy? I have I, most likely. <laughs> most likely, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like that you were about to say, like, you know what? I don't know. No. You were gonna, you're, you were gonna <laughs> deny, 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 deny. But you know what? We're about the truth here. Mm, that's right. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, another thing to keep an eye on. There's well, and a six years is pretty much the term because a new president's going to be um, in office, and that's the term when, of when's Mexican a new president presidents gonna be in office in next de- year. Uh, no, December, and it's he a six year term. He means president. You mean Pence. our president <laughs> by now December? President I was going to say that's soon, even for you. <laughs> Are you no, twenty nineteen yes. will be our new president, Wait, which will be a- there is a <laughs> there is a very Bernie esque Mexican president. Yes, there is on his way yes. in. And, that, and, and the Mexican term is for six years. It's only one term. And so at the time that that Mexican president would be leaving is when that's the time where they can finalize so, any changes. So they'll have one term there. So you can only be president of Mexico for one term. Right. But it's six years. Six instead. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so part of the it doesn't sound like enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems like it doesn't seem like anywhere near enough time to, you know, really milk the system and, you know, really let the corruption sink in. So you got to do it all faster. I right. guess it's an accelerated program. But now is what <laughs> that's what, that's what why I thought they, you were saying really before why they do is that by part of the deal, somehow <laughs> Pence becomes president of Mexico. That's what I thought you were saying. And I was like, man, I definitely missed I missed the whole point. Yes, uh, that's the way Trump's going to get rid of him now. Is to send him to Mexico where he can be well, president. Well, no, because if he could make anybody president of Mexico, it'd probably be Jeff Sessions, right? <laughs> or, or or maybe Melania. Yeah, I mean, who does he most want to go away? Tiffany. I, Tiffany. No. I mean, but, God, but God, not, God love you know. Tiffany. She's she's pretty much she's she's away. Yeah, you know, she's Marla Maples' kid. Yeah. You know, it's. By the way, I saw a video this week that was an interview with Trump and Marla Maples where uh, Tiffany was just born and he says that he hopes that she has his mother's breasts when she grows up. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody see that? I I heard about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not surprising. I don't know how I didn't see that, actually. Uh, oh God! Just to uh, pull on a couple of threads in the chat, R. Scott Brown says uh, this is something we talked about before. R. Scott Brown says I've seen David Pecker in person around 25 years ago. He had political aspirations, even then, as evidenced by his use of a teleprompter at a corporate event. Uh, <laughs> just wanted people to know. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. And R. Scott Brown also said ten charges Manafort avoided can all be pursued in state courts. I think that was right. this is from a little while ago. Uh-huh. Uh, And uh, we want to transition and talk a little bit, uh, spend a few minutes talking about the passing of Senator John McCain, who 
I'm making an assumption that I feel like a lot of people on the panel or a lot of our viewers don't didn't necessarily vote for him when there was an mm-hmm. occasion to vote for him. Uh, and I I had a thought yesterday that uh, I didn't share on Facebook because I just like oh it's it's not worth it it's never worth it but I I was just f- felt like you know it'd be great to that everybody doesn't have to rush in with their like super hot hottest of hot takes and be the first one to say like well actually he's a terrible person right. and here's why it's like why why yesterday why today either by the way like <laughs> you know, if if you feel really strongly about that you could you could one not say anything or you could just wait a couple days I and, think this is a losing battle I don't. Even even think that we should even try and fight the people they're going to express themselves when they want to. Right. I think if you don't like what they're saying or the timing is poor, ignore it. But I think us trying to tell people it's too soon to oh, politicize yeah. this. And well, that's why I didn't post it because I'm like, it's just like, I'm just going to make mad the like three people who posted <laughs> something. And I was just like, I, it's like, I, I don't know, because for me, it, it so all... So what's the thought that you wanted to post? That's the thought, and I didn't post it, what? which was like, hey, can you guys wait a day? Oh. to Like, because people were just saying like, well, actually, you know, he enlisted in Vietnam, so that makes him a bad person. Uh, you know, and he because was for he, the wars in yeah. the Middle East. And, yeah, yeah, right. And, and look, I mean, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, but for me, it always came down to the fact that, you know, when he was a POW in Vietnam... Given the opportunity, you know you can go home. Mm-hmm. We know who your dad is. And he said, no, I'm not going to go home unless everybody gets to right, go home. Right. And he ended up being kept much longer than everyone else because of that decision. And tortured and, even and, more, and, apparently. And you, just, you read these terrible descriptions yeah. of it. Uh, you know, there's a lot to disagree with, sure. But you're just like, I don't know, at that point, I, I can't be too critical of somebody who that's how they see the world. Awesome. Because, by the way. Give me a situation that, uh, you know, I can be taken out of something like that and all three of you yeah. have to suffer and everyone in the chat, yeah. everyone here after. Yeah. I'm going to go. You're going to go. I love yeah, yeah. you. Like, God bless ya. you. I hope you get out too. <laughs> but I'm going. I, I am not taking any torture for anyone. Yeah. Uh, ever. <laughs> and, and I'll use the excuse that it's because I have kids. But if I didn't have kids, I would lie and say I have kids. <laughs> I, 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 just look, I'm not a good man. John McCain was a great man in, in, in that respect. And it's just, the, I don't know, the fact that people they just need to point out all the terrible mm-hmm. things about him and it's just like I don't know I mean it's because people were saying the good things well I appreciate that in a letter that he had somebody release after his death mm-hmm. he admits mistakes it would have yeah. been that's, interesting we admits it in this book too his say. last book he admits quite a few does he elaborate on what they I haven't are? read the whole thing yet uh-huh. but I've he, I, he specifically he's... apologized for voting against ML, making MLK a national hall. Right. MLK well, that Day one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona was the last, the last state, mm-hmm. and, and it was like as recently as 92, 93. It mm-hmm. still wasn't a federal right. holiday in Arizona. Oh. Yeah. Right. He he has apologized for he he has admitted that uh, being in favor of the Iraq War was a mistake. I mean, I can't think of another politician who, and and not that you know like. Oopsie, millions of people died because I made a mistake. Right. But, like, who else apologizes? I can't think of, you know, I like, mean, and when you think of all the people. apologizing cool again? <laughs> yeah. mean, when you think we of all the people who voted, back. you know, everyone who voted for the Iraq War, and then a lot of people regretted after the fact. But it's like. Including it's, a so, lot of Democrats yeah, like Hillary Clinton. I was going to say. Like, so that's exactly what I was going to mention. And I don't know. Didn't, did didn't John Kerry vote for it, too? I mean, wasn't and that the I voted for Dianne it before Feinstein? I voted against it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it, it was like, it was at a point where it's like, well, the information we're giving makes us, makes right. us think this is a good idea. So, yes, we're going to vote in favor of that. And I, it's so easy to judge. And I was like, well, he voted for the Iraq I mean, War. They well, were, who didn't? He 
he specifically Burning, said he was probably. trying to protect the 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 minorities in Iraq is is the reason that he voted in favor of the war. I don't know. In 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 reading um about reasons that he voted against the things that, you know, I I disagree with him on, it seems that I he's I can see his point of view of why he did it, even though I disagree with why he did it. And and there are, it seems like he's just such a complicated man. Just as for every for everything that he did that I think is terrible, mm-hmm. he has just as just as long of a list of things that he did that are that are positive. That are um, I heard an interview uh, with um, a, a, a journal, a, a White House uh, press correspondent who was she was an Afri- uh, a young African American woman who was like five feet tall, and she said how because of her because she was small and a woman and African American, she said every politician consistently ignored her, assuming that she was an intern or um, and somebody's assistant or something like that. And sure. she said John McCain was the only one who consistently always took the time to stop and speak with her and gave showed her respect. And that's one person's personal account, but there's like. So many uh, examples of that that are coming out right now that it's just like yeah like like I said as many things that he's done that are that are negative there's there's been just as many examples of like positive things he's a complicated person and that's what human beings are nobody's you know it, we need more politicians who are a, a dichotomy of 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 different viewpoints rather than I am a hundred percent conservative a hundred percent liberal like. This is it's more politicians like him that will probably make more progress than the the ones that we currently have who are only dividing. Yet it doesn't look like the Trumpsters are I don't know, all that reverential to him and others like him. And to to be honest, the people that I'm talking about that were writing negative things about him were people on the left. And so I'm I'm saying that this this was a a fairly bipartisan criticism of him that I was reading over the weekend. Yeah, but I saw a lot of Trumpsters that were now denigrating him. And I thought these are the same people that enthusiastically voted for him 10 years ago for president. So I thought it was just really surprising how quick – these people turned on him that are, you know, and, hardcore Trump and, supporters. And, you know, one of the things that people were pointing at favorably was this video from the 2008 campaign right. mm-hmm. where a woman said, I don't want to vote for Barack Obama because he's a Muslim. And he said, you know, that's that's not real. That's not true. Uh, we disagree on a lot of things. He's a good member. And people were like, oh, that's so terrible that he said that. Like, you know, and it's like, no, that's 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 the right thing as, to do. As if do Arabs you, aren't decent. Yeah, I was going to say, even if he was a Muslim, then the whole point yeah. is, yeah. then so like, what? Yeah. You know, he but I mean, mean, it's like, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to name any names, but do you feel like there's anybody who maybe campaigned for president, you know, within the last couple of years, no names, no name on the show, uh, that would have handled it in that way? You know, it could have yeah. been like, I don't know if that's true. Uh, or like, yeah, he's not or, a good person. Vote for <laughs> yeah, me. Gotta, yeah. There's a lot of different ways that you could have mm-hmm. handled that. And I think just saying it's like, no, I, we disagree. And it's just – it's interesting to think about, you know, that sort of the narrative was how terrible it would be if somebody like John McCain or Mitt Romney was president. And then it was – yeah. it's it's the it's the old uh, internet meme of, oh, yeah, hold my beer because yeah. look what you got instead. Right. You know, either one of those people I think you can sort of at least – you can look at a lot of differences, but you're like, well, they're 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 politicians. You you feel like their hearts are in the right places. You just disagree with them on, on things right, and how they're getting there. And also, the, the it speaks volumes when you see 
that he's friends enough with Obama, he'd rather have him speak Obama at his funeral. And George Well, George W. Bush, Bush. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Both that and were. He's, he's close friends with Lindsey Graham and Joe Lieberman. Like, yeah. he's just, it's, it's very. But, I mean, telling. just fascinating that you competed against this person for president, lost badly to them. And you'd still rather have them speak than a and fellow Republican president. Doesn't even want Trump president. to be there at all. Right. And, so uh, it speaks uh, yeah. volumes. Right. What there. Obama wrote that he posted over the weekend was just—it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe that's what he's going to say, or he's going to—you yeah. know—it's not like he couldn't write something else. But it was just great to read that. And you're just like, oh yeah, that's that's what a president should say about it. Uh, and then you have the current occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue uh, not flying the flags at, at half mast until basically being bullied into it and then they went back up and then got bullied into putting them back down again so I guess, you know, the flags are going to go up and down a lot. <laughs> and uh, then he okay. just tweets, yeah. I've got a 52% approval. Yes, and 90% among Republicans um, who I hope is you know, your favorite president. And, like, oh my and by the way, let's... That's 52% hot. by the way is wrong. Is wrong. That's how many disapprove. Yes. But has somebody told him that yeah, yet? No. Has he no, figured it out? He saw 52% out. and he's like, that's great. Yeah. But and, 40, and he, is in his approval rating 46% is what I saw today. I yeah. mean, that's Which is still, still high. way higher that's, than it should be. Yeah, no, none of the past week has really impacted <laughs> it, him. Mm-mm. But you always feel like, oh, well, maybe next week. And then it's like, it's usually right around the same. You know, it definitely yeah. fluctuates for sure. But it's uh, it stays kind of in they, the same sweet spot. But still... That's not good for re-election if you're below below 50. Because when you look at the president's approval rating, you want to see it above 50%. Uh, because then you know that that's pretty much what it's going to be as far as your final results for the presidency. So when you're at 46 and when you're below that, which is basically what he won in 2016, he has a very narrow path if he was to survive everything and run for re-election in 2020 to actually be able to win. And I think to be able to pull it off is going to be very difficult, especially like we talk about anything changes with the economy. That's where you're going to get any of those Oh man, the economy base is people, in for something fun. Those base people are going to start going away when that starts affecting them personally. Yeah, well, so. people are starting to figure out that the jobs, uh, mm. what are the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act? Nobody is really seeing no. the higher wages. Like nobody. No, I've heard interviews with Jerome Powell, yeah. um, the head of the of the Fed, yep. and I even heard an interview with Larry Kudlow, and both of them were asked. Why aren't wages going up? If the economy is doing so well, why aren't wages going up? And both of them did this, I don't know, type thing. And and Larry Kudlow got very Mm -hmm. defensive and actually very nasty. But Mm -hmm. I think it is intellectually dishonest of both of them, and probably more so of Larry Kudlow. We know where all the money is going. It's just not going to wages. In fact, I was reading an article about there are more and more people taking promotions with no pay raises. Mm -hmm. And that's gone up into like the 60%, whereas before it was like 40% of people were willing to do that. Well, we will have to keep an eye on that and everything else. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. Sadly, we are indeed out of time, but the important thing to remember in terms of time, we will be back at the same time, but back to our old day now. Starting next Tuesday, we will indeed be back Tuesdays at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. That was just a fun little summertime uh, experiment, and as I was very upfront about on the show, it was just because my son had swimming lessons. That's really why I had to do it. But uh, So we'll be back on Tuesdays, but we appreciate everybody who keeps moving around the days and times with us, so we appreciate Appreciate that, and everybody in the chat. Uh, we always appreciate that, and like I said, uh, comment uh, on the archive version. We'll uh, try and get to those next week. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And a few hours from now, I'll be on the Better Call Saul after show right here at AfterBuzz. Hey, Chelsea, where do people find you? At Chelsea Glacia. 
And Tamara. You can find me www.tamrabrown.com. And Ooh. Scott Moore. You can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. And the scottmoorefoundation.org? Is that still, <laughs> or is that under construction? It's under construction, but okay. you can send any checks just to DM me on Twitter. Oh, okay. Financially Fit Foundation <laughs> is a real thing if you are like Duncan Hunter and have no idea yes. where your money is going. And why you're from. bouncing your, your checkbook 1,100 times in seven years. Yeah. If you, you want to spend 200 grand in and out, financially message fit. Chelsea. Anyway, thanks so much, everybody. We will see you next Tuesday at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. Thanks, everyone. Grilled veggies only, though. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.